I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. There comes a time in every man's life when you gotta handle shit up on his own. Can't depend on friends to help you in a squeeze, please. They got problems of their own. Now for the chow on seven chicken shits, get the, don't get to have it till they face the serious zones. They skipped the line. Uh, uh, used to jack back in high school, played it cool so s- some real shit won't get full blown. Being where I'm from, they let the smoke come quicker than the evil redneck. All right. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tip Podcast with your host Rod and Ken. I thought you was fucking it up like me. Nah, man, these lyrics, they skipped the line. I hate when I know the lyrics better than the fucking site I copy and paste it from. Okay, because I was like, he's laughing. I was like, you know, I'm the one that laugh and I laugh because I don't know the lyrics. Yeah. I improvise. I was like, that is not how that shit goes. Um, but anyway, we're in the house. Uh, last show of the week, Karen. Yes, it is. Uh, the site. After all the hard work, Karen, officially monetized. That's what I'm talking about. So, like, if you go register now, you can actually register and pay all at the same time through PayPal and get access. And you don't have to email me shit, son. Immediately. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are working hard for y'all. Roger worked a very, 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 (laughs) very Sun up to sundown to sun up to sundown again day yesterday trying to get this together for y'all because he was like, yeah, the game coming on. Uh, let's go to the bar and get some eat. I was like, okay. So I sat down. I got his shoes. I put his shoes right there. So then I'm working just as hard as he is because he's like, we test this out for me. So we got the testing, but I'm black. So my stomach was like, hey, it's time to eat. So I was like, okay, I'm hungry, son. Yeah, Karen is my beta tester where I'm like, all right, now try to log in and do this. Try to do that. Try to do that. And we're just, di- you know, we're different, working with different levels of access to the site and all this stuff and working with different programs. Um, and finally, um, I, I looked up and I was like, uh, we're actually not going to be able to go out and eat because I've been working too hard and, um, it's way too late in the night now because, uh, you know, it's like as soon as the podcast ended, I started working on the site again, so it's it's crazy, but uh, it's really rewarding. Yes, it is. I didn't mind. I didn't mind at all, but my stomach was like, hey, 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 time to eat. So I was like, hey, brother, uh, we're not going out. I need to eat now, and then we can get back to testing whatever the fuck you want to test about, but I was hungry. I'm waiting for the first person to sign up that I don't need to get an email or any tech support from. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's coming, son. Like, the first person that signs up and it's just like, hey, here's some money. I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't have to do anything for that other than them hours of setting it up. Um, so, yeah, I, I, like, uh, that, and the plus the thing is, I don't know anything about coding. I don't know anything about programming. Oh, oh you know, I definitely don't know a damn thing about coding. I know. You even said that in your uneducated slave voice. I don't even know why, why you brought that out. I was definitely not reading. No, I was not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, you know, so it, it was just a, you know, a long, long day or deal, whatever to get it done. But I think we got some of it done. Next thing I got to work on is these RSS fees and we kind of have something for that, but I don't know. That's going to be dicey, but. As far as, uh, people being able to just easily log into the site, no more one o'clock in the morning emails, hopefully, knock on wood. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm geeked up. I'm hyped, Karen. 
I am too, and I'm and I'm so glad about uh what what is evolving into and how it's slowly changing. And when you go go to the site, you can there's itty bitty small changes that unless you really pay shit attention, you really won't even notice the differences. But we do, and we go and we're like, okay, not that looks like that. It's, it's almost like not a sentence has a period. Before it was just run on sentence. Oh, okay, and everybody else just going on about their business. Like that's kind of how minute the changes are. But I'm yeah. glad to see the changes. It feels. Kind of like that skit from uh, uh, Living Color, where it's just like, I got 17 job mon. And it's like, what, what do you do? It's like, I'm the copy editor. I'm the blogger. I'm the, the columnist. I'm the program. I'm the tech support. Like, I feel like that sometimes where it's like, yeah. okay, got to write this blog post. I don't submit that to an editor to get that looked at. Like, that's all me. Nope. So, so you it, better, I, it's like, I better read it and reread right. it and read it again and spell check it and spell check it one more time and reread it again. Yeah. Thank God I paid attention in English class and stuff because, like, you know, knock on wood, as of yet, I haven't had anybody, like, return our blog post, like, yo, you used the wrong there, and <laughs> also, this sentence right here is, you know, I'm sure there's some comma errors or something like that, yes. but, but, like, literally just, like, uh, why'd you spell this that way, or, you know, most people seem to be digging it and um, under, able to understand, and that's uh, why you should pay attention in school, kids, because, you know, you're gonna need that shit it's on some level. You might not need uh, some of the bullshit, like, how to do the quadratic uh formula and shit like that but you yeah, might so the pythagorean theorem yeah but you might need like that english class that math for how to balance your checkbook shit like that yeah you might want to look into yeah and uh the thing is that like i'm uh, and we kind of balance uh each other off when it comes to that because like it's one of the things where i just say okay go and I was like, hey, I'm alone for the ride. Like I said, I don't, I don't mind being like the test dummy. He'd be like, we need to change this, but yeah. I want to implement this. I want to see how it affect people. I was like, okay, you can test it on me. And the craziest thing, too, is like every time I do something, I put in a lot of work on the show or whatever. Every time I do something, I keep thinking like, yo, this is another thing that's going to get me this fucking tattoo. Like, like. <laughs> I'm making the transition it, smoother. I'm giving yeah. immediately access. I'm allowing people to log on and pay immediately and, and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm eliminating me, but I'm making it more con- convenient for everybody. And I have my PayPal set up to alert me whenever a new person signs up. So, you know, now that the number is getting up there, it's like, you know, if I can, I'm trying to get like through a day without nobody signing up and every day without fail, at least one person seems to sign up. And like yep. today, we got till 9 p.m. We do the show, go on the air live. I look down at my phone. You just got $15 from this dude. I'm like, God damn. <laughs> just, I'm never going to make it to the 16. Nope. Um, but, uh, it's, <laughs> and then, like I said, I'm just making it worse because we recorded spinoff shows this week. Yes, you know, we, we did. And they're going to be good. Yeah, I have some trailers for you guys today. So I'm going to play some of the spinoff trailers for those of you guys who haven't heard them yet. I recorded a new episode of Medium Talk today. Um, yes. Uh, I actually will have a trailer for that later on in the week, but I'll have the, I'll put the post out either tonight or tomorrow morning. But I actually talked to a friend of the show and friend in real life, uh, my man Scarfinger. Yep. And, uh, you know, a lot of people have been following, uh, his wife and him on Twitter and they, you know, he has like his own Tumblr page now and mm-hmm. like he's doing like, like kind of like podcast or audio post on his tumblr and he's going through a time man they are going through a time and i was like i want to 
talk to you about it you know you seem to be sharing this you seem to be telling everybody about it kind of um let me get some details let me ask some questions you know i feel like people often are afraid to come into shit like that like you see stuff happening on the internet you're like these two people obviously aren't getting along it's their business but it's kind of our business because they're kind of telling everybody yeah and it's not picking sides or anything like that sometimes you just want to uh hear uh somebody's voice especially if they're willing to talk right so most people aren't willing to talk about things like that right so i just said hey you want to talk about this um you know medium talk man you know obviously i'm not gonna ambush you or you know and I'm, i wasn't trying to make sherry look bad or anything mm-hmm. you know she's a friend of the show and yes, friend she is. Too. so uh yeah that'll be out tomorrow or tonight uh for people that have premium memberships uh get to hear everything that he goes through but you know other people you get to hear a trailer and stuff like that um of course the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yes, sir uh and go to the blackoutters.com leave comments uh, like I said, at the top of the page, click on podcast and, uh, or podcast episodes and it'll actually take you to just the newest episodes where you can leave comments and vote in the polls and stuff like that. If you don't want to have to search through all the other archive footage and stuff that we're putting up lately, lately. Yep. So guys go do that, you know, leave comments, vote in the polls. We appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. Um, also, don't forget you can donate there. You know, maybe you don't want to do a premium membership. Maybe you can't, you know, but you would like to put on something. Yeah. You know, hey, well, if you want to put something on the show, you can always throw some money right there. Uh, recurring or one time donations. We appreciate everybody that looks out for us, period. Yeah, we do. We, we really do appreciate it because we know that some people might say, Hey, I can't, you know, sacrifice 15, but Hey, I give you five months. I give you 10 months. Or I might could just give you a one time donation. Right. And with the one time donations, y'all, it's no amount too big or too small. Like if y'all be like, you know what? I'm going to, uh, turn down the vending machine. Here's my vending machine money. We'll go. Thank you. Yeah. So we appreciate everybody that does that. All the contact information for the show is in the about section. So just click on the about section and you guys can check that out. Yep. And all the premium information is the blackoutist.com slash premium. Uh, so you can always check that out too. Um, our sponsor today is Shadow Dog Productions. This podcast is sponsored by the audio play packs provided by Shadow Dog Productions. Mm-hmm. Get four audio plays for just two bucks. Two dollars. Yes, sir. They have never been cheaper. If they were, I, y'all would have known because y'all been listening to the show. Swing over to shadowdogproductions.com slash apac.html and find out how you can get your four individual audio plays for less than a Starbucks drink. Shit, less than a soda some places. Ain't that the truth. It comes in two flavors, ratchet and ignorant. Yes. And for those of you that don't know, we're in them. Like right. We, we're we, in some of these audio plays. Yes, we are. You can hear Karen cuss me out. You can hear me uh, do all sorts of crazy stuff. Yeah, okay? we even got our own page, too. You know, if you want to hear me freestyling, that is a good place to hear me freestyling yes, in my it is. white surfer man voice. <laughs> okay? And I'm such a good character actor, guys. You, you'll be amazed. You'll be amazed by my voice acting work. It's, it's beautiful. Well, you do do everything, man. Bumble clap. You, you, you do audio plays. You professional actor. You podcast. You do it all. You IT. Now, as you can see, Karen does not do voices. No, so I don't. I'm terrible. Why. And this is why. But uh, <laughs> if you want to hear professional voice acting, just holler at your boy. Uh, just go to shoutoutproductions.com slash apac.html. And Karen does do a good angry black woman cussing me out 
uh while pregnant yeah I, so. I do terrible jamaican accent shout out to jamaica's out there i sound nothing like you so please don't send me any angry emails yeah um uh but yeah also we do have new spinoff show promotion trailers yes we do so let me play that real quick um here is uh the first one uh karen was on with me um chris was on and um Aaron was on and we did the nerd off and we talked about the Xbox one and a bunch of other short nerd stories and stuff. I had a good time um, with y'all. Yeah. Karen was, you dropped some knowledge uh, on there when you uh, brought up the internet situation in other countries compared to the United States. Let me uh, play this trailer for everybody. Fuck you. No, fuck you. Nerd off, nerd off, nerd off. Hey, welcome to the third ever episode of The Nerd Off. All hell broke loose after the Xbox One was announced officially. I've never been so satisfied with every plot hole being closed to something uh, after leaving, fa- like I was after leaving Fast and Furious 6 yesterday. And that's something I thought I'd never say. Right. We're not those full rabbit nerds, but we're a kind of a nerd. And what bothers me is when nerds be like, yeah, I'm not even excited to see that movie. You're going to see that fucking movie. Like, I remember when Green Lantern came out, and while I still don't think it's the worst movie of all time, it's still pretty bad. We were in line for the screener for it, reading the Rotten Tomatoes reviews going, well, it's probably going to be bad. Yeah, you're right. Oh, well. And we're sitting, like, we didn't leave the line knowing that we knew it was going to be bad. Right. We stayed there. Why? Because we're nerds. Uh, situation, because I hear that the United States internet situation is it's, not even that good. Ter- no, it's, it's actually terrible compared to the rest of the country. We're, our, rest our, of the world. Rest of the world, I'm sorry. Our um, infrastructure is bad um, because in other countries, they actually charge less for internet access. They charge, like, companies over here charge more money because uh, our infrastructure initially was just made for talking. And then all of a sudden we get cell phones, we get where you get the internet and all, and you're eating up all this data, which our designs were never made for. And the companies are too cheap. They actually are waiting for the government. They're too cheap to pay for the upgrades where they can do these things. So instead, so that's why nobody wants to give you unlimited because you basically tied up, you, you, you slow shit down. So they say versus that, we'll start charging you to use it when in other parts of the world, it's nickels and pennies for what we're paying hundreds of dollars for. It's like I was telling you before, it's like a campaign. You're essentially trying to campaign America to drop a cake for their own entertainment one day this year. Right. And to do that, you have to then super serve your audience. You have to get them hyped because if you make them think of, if you make them stop and think, you won't be able to ride that momentum to that thousand dollar credit card bill that you want in November when they get a system two games or two other games, and then they sign up for whatever whatever services you have, and all of a sudden someone hands them a bill and says eight ninety seven, and a person's like, woo! Well, that's Aaron Ranfrey. Yeah, that's how, you know, we probably going to wait a while, but I guarantee you we're going to get like a bundle, and now the connect is all integrated too. So, yeah, when we drop that money, me and Roger go look at each other and go, woo! And then, you know, six months to a year later when I get mine, I'm going to be like, woohoo! Yeah, definitely. Um, But, uh, yeah, so we we definitely going to end up, you know, getting us an Xbox, uh, I'm sure of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm only going to stay behind, but for so long, because I'm probably going to continue to keep using the hand-me-down. Mm-hmm. And then once they come with the Xbox 2.0.5, whatever the next version of it is, he's going to give me his, and then he get the new one. 
yeah so uh that was the trailer for the nerd off hopefully everybody enjoyed that um and uh you know we talked about a lot of stuff of course i can only do so much in three minutes uh or two minutes in some cases uh and then we also had this show where karen does by herself lip smacking good and she talked to kenny gilbert uh who's a chef he was on top chef uh season seven i believe Mm mm-hmm and uh it was an interesting conversation um i'll I'll play this i I thought i listened to this uh again today when i was editing it and uh karen you did such a great job you asked so so many good questions and he was such a great guest he was very good you know like we we were actually were supposed to go meet my mother uh to eat at uh our you know our favorite spot cowfish and we were late because uh kenny gilbert was talking so much and the interview was so good, we didn't know how to end it. We didn't. And you know what? I'd rather have somebody like that than somebody that doesn't talk at all. He he was actually a wonderful, wonderful interview. Yeah. And I, I dare you to listen to shit without getting hungry. Ain't wow. that the truth? Another person just signed up. Oh. <laughs> Don't cry, sir. All right, let me uh, play this. Let me play this trailer. Mmm. <laughs> Lip smacking good. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode three of Lip Smacking Good. This is the part of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast premium content where the model of this show is if your lips ain't smacking, it ain't good. Kenny Gilbert, if I'm pronouncing that correct. Let me know if I'm mispronouncing that. I think that's how it's pronounced. He's uh, from Top Chef Season 7. His uh, cuisine ranges from American to Japanese to Thai to Vietnamese to Italian to Middle Eastern to Indian, Native American, Moroccan, and African. Wow, my brother. You have been cooking. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Because you have to inspect rooms, the comes of the, the hotel, uh, from the, the parking lot all the way down to, you know, uh, the muffin that you serve for breakfast. I mean, they, they, they scrutinize wow. that little detail. Mm-hmm. Wow. So so basically they have people walking around with, like, white gloves just testing and wiping everything and, like, looking at Literally. everybody passing. And, you know, it's like, oh, you have a stain on your apron. That I'm going to deduct the point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like yeah, literally in a, in, a, in a hotel room, they'll go in with the, you know, the ultraviolet lights and check the beds. They, they take the, wow. the right gloves out and we'll check behind the lampshade. Um, if they find a, if they find a hair left inside the drain, I mean, they'll literally unscrew <gasps> the part top of the, you know, the, the top part of the, uh, the drain. And if they find any hairs in there, I mean, that's, that's major issues. Um, I don't, you know, it's raining outside, so I don't feel like, you know, setting up the grill. I'm going to go ahead and use the George Foreman today yeah. and get that going. Um, so I'm going to season my chicken breast with some Cajun spices, a little olive oil. And so that's going to be really, you know, it's going to be done really nice. You know, that's going to be done in like 10 minutes, no problem. And then from there you start thinking about, well, what vegetables am I going to serve? Maybe you want to continue with that George Foreman because you have a deluxe version of it and it's pretty big. And yes, it so is. I'm going to go ahead and get some asparagus. I'm going to get some cauliflower. Uh, I'm going to get some eggplant. I'm going to get some peppers. Then the colors start to come 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 together based on okay. the vegetables that you think that your family is going to enjoy. Um, and then the starch, you might say, you know what, I'm just going to make some, you know, uh, some peas and rice. You know, but I'm going to use wild, I'm going to use, you know, um, a long grain rice or a brown rice instead of a white rice. So that way I'm giving my family the nutrients they need. Wow. And what inspired you to ever start cooking? Open up the oven door and pull this whole rack out. I'm like three years old. Wow. My, you know, I mean, by the time I was 11, uh, I, I did a full Thanksgiving dinner. Um, At 11? 
or 11. I mean, I'm talking. Oh my. Yeah, I'm talking, talking turkey, dressing, pan, dressing, sweet rolls, everything. You did dessert too? How did your experience on Top Shelf change your life? Wow. Do you have meals that you might have on the menu or thought about having on the menu that was inspired by your wife? Um. Well, no one's ever asked me that before. Um, I would probably say that was, if there's probably one dish. Yeah, that, I, th- I thought that was awesome. And then that question specifically, because earlier he talked about how his wife passed away. Mm-hmm. And he was a father raising his son, by, raising his child by himself and yeah. all this stuff. And then uh, that question is just a question that I think a lot of interviewers wouldn't even have asked or thought about asking. A lot of people are afraid to ask. Yeah, and I was so blown away by that question. And, you know, especially when so much of his life is about food, food and yeah. themes of food and coming up with his own restaurant. And you know that that's an interview that he gets asked about and all that stuff. And, you know, that's a, that's a topic he's always talking about. He had a whole book about it. And then, bam, did, you know, has your wife inspired any of me? And he just pauses for a second because he's like, huh, Nobody. no one's asked me that before. Yes. And I've been that is forever a great question. And nobody's asked me that. Yeah, and this interview is full of, like, that's a great question. That's a great question. Like, uh, you, you, you killed it, man. You killed it. You did your research. You looked mm-hmm. up everything about him. And um, I, I was blown away, man. Just a great job, Karen. Um all right, um, let's talk about some random thoughts, and then we'll do a bunch of articles and stuff, okay? Okay, let's do this. And I, and I do have okay. a question for you. Let's do um, this like Brutus. Oh, yeah, before you go in. Mm-hmm. Um, when I talked about the bison burger and eggs, was we on, what, did we on like um, the after show? Not the after show or something like like the um, feedback show when I did that, like at the end of a feedback show when I talked about that. I have no idea. I don't idea. remember. But uh, if, I've, if you heard this before, I don't care. I want to talk about it again real quick for Roger going his random thoughts. Bison burger is the shit. I don't know if you've ever had bison, but bison is awesome. Mm-hmm. It, it it really is. It's, it's one of the best burgers I ever had. It was at my favorite place, Cowfish, and and I seen bison on the menu. And I was like, oh, bison. Never had it before. I've seen ground, ground bison in the grocery store, and I tried this shit, and it was delicious. So if you ain't about that, get on that ground ground bison. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, if you ain't never did it, get an egg on your burger. Fries, scramble over hard, sunny side up. I don't care what kind of egg. Get, be about that egg on that burger life because it is delicious. I, I should have never been shown that because from now on, somebody be like, we don't got eggs. I'm like, what you mean you ain't got eggs? You got burgers, don't you? Yeah, Karen absolutely believes in this. Yes, um, I do. As you guys can tell, um, she is 100% into uh, this this bison burger and these uh, um, these eggs on burgers. It's really taking over our life. It's I, not a game. No, it's not a game because I've been looking on the menu. I'll be like, burger. I ask, I'll be like, can I have an egg? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's that real. You know they come with eggs. I add an egg onto it. Yeah, it's that real. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, I love both of those things. So you know, I'm into it. I can be talked into an egg on a burger now that I've had one. Um, all right. So number one thing I gotta ask in my random thoughts: Why does dollar store lotion not work? Cause it's a dollar, so they don't, uh, probably cut and skim down on the ingredients. Go ahead and spend that ten, ten, fifteen dollars on that body, that bottle of Jergens. Uh, it really is worse than water. And for some reason, it feels like it never goes out. Like 
there it never runs out all the other lotion in the house runs out and i just had this bottle of dollar store lotion that i've had here for like 17 years yeah that is never empty it's like a eternally refilling bottle of dollar store lotion i wish i never bought but i never throw it out because i go through my new good lotion i'm like oh yeah i got dollar store lotion two seconds after this on my hand and evaporates is back my hand is back dry yeah, they dry. It's like the dry shit it was before. Yeah, that, you you fuck around. You be like, damn, my skin was a cracker before I put this shit on it. Now my skin cracking. And you know what? That's the incentive to be like, fuck, I'll just sacrifice and spend. You know, one day we're going to have to go through and throw that lotion out. So we won't have to worry about that no more. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It, it's worrisome. It bothers me. And yet I still keep that lotion in this in this apartment, like right in this room. Uh, whenever you, people see me during the show, man, I'll be putting lotion on like 17 times during the show because it's a cheap ass lotion that never fucking runs out. Oh no, no, it's 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 like a lotion forever. And I know somebody uh is talking about uh Vaseline. Yeah, I like Vaseline, but I like Vaseline lotion because I was one of them kids when my mama used Vaseline. I'm talking about like real Vaseline, like the vat of Vaseline, like you get a vat of lard and your mm. ass would be shimmy and shining and blinding everybody, going to school down the street when the sun gaze you, you're gonna take somebody out, look like you're somebody fried bacon on your face because your mama don't smothered you and plathered you in uh Vaseline so that's why i'm kind of i ain't gonna say anti-vaseline but i'm vaseline lotion yeah and the, the thing is i don't even remember buying this lotion at the dollar store but what happens at the dollar store is and i think this happens to everybody when you go in the dollar store you go in there for like one thing you know something that you don't feel like driving out to get some good like so it's like oh i need six spoons i'll just go to the dollar store and buy some spoons it's a dollar I'm Next thing you know, what can I'm surprised the spoon last? Oh, they won't. They won't. I'm sure okay, the first I'm, time. I'm sure the first time we put it in the washing yeah, in the dishwasher, bend and melt. Yeah, it's gonna look in there. It's gonna be silver deposits <laughs> on the bottom of the fucking dishwasher. <laughs> they gonna be all warped and leaning to the side. But the thing I was gonna say though is when it comes to like dollar store material, I always end up being like, okay, I'm I'm gonna go in here and get like six spoons, and I'll get the six spoons. I put it in my cart, and it's like. Six spoons, that's like $2. That's how they get you. You know what, man? I'm dollar store balling, bitch. And next thing you know, I'm buying lotions and hand sanitizers yeah. and mouthwash and shit that I don't even fucking want or need. It's like, you know what I need? A plastic bin for my plastic bins. <laughs> yes. It's and, only a dollar. Yes, and the thing about the Dollar Tree, some of the shit they sell in Dollar Tree, I'm like, who the fuck would buy this? You go in there, you be like... Who buys, I know you talked about this before, but you're like, who buys a dollar birth control? Or not birth control, well shit, they might, that, that's they, probably they FDA a, approved soon. Well, they have the dollar store birth test, the home pregnancy test. Yes. So, yeah, but you just buy 10 of them, take the best out of seven, you know. Yeah, you three left over. Yeah, and you know it's accurate. And, you know, now uh, Dollar Tree's accept EBT costs. So now you, it's like almost like a full-fledged semi-grocery store. You go in there, people, you got the eggs, the bacon, you know, the ham hocks and then the greens. You be like, what the fuck? All this is a dollar? And people always had a worse attitude at the dollar store. It's like the yes. one place where... You really shouldn't have to worry about having a bad attitude. Ain't but that's true. You know, it's the, it, everyone always has a terrible attitude at the dollar store. Like, I was there the other day to get six spoons, and I ended up getting six spoons, two pairs of shades, uh, ah! a couple of uh, bathroom fresheners, you know, yeah, shit like that. Yeah, because our shades tell up, too. I'm rough on shades. Roger, give me a pair of shades. I'm like the, I'm like, I'm like your little kid. You give me shades, you're like, a nigga, did you just have some shades? I'll be like, 
But mommy, the the piece fell off. With- but that's the beauty of it. They only cost a dollar. Yes, I can be as rough as I want to on these shades. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm gonna go play football in shades. Why? Because it costs a fucking dollar. Why not? Yes. American motherfucker. Yes, and that's how I run through them so quickly. Yeah. Oh, this kid got flies on his mouth. He's starving in Africa. Have some shades, little kids. <laughs> you know. Yes, you'll feel better. I, I like I. I'll, I'll change shades with the moves. I just own like 17 pairs of shades. Yes, we got tons of dollars for shades. Yeah. In here. I got my sassy shades. I got, I bought shades for women when I was by myself. I don't give a fuck, son. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm dollar store balling today. You know? Yes, balling. You get a car. You get a car. You get a pair of shades. You get a pair of shades. Mm-hmm. What you want for this little kid? Buy anything. They all of us got lead in it from China anyway. Just buy it. I got you, kid. What is it, what did that cost? Ten dollars? That's it? So yeah, I, you know, and then you get up there with a big basket of shit and it rings up for nine seventy five anyway, so it's like who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and it's funny though when they get in there and they be looking at the kids like, Baby, you can't get that candy. I'm like, Your baby got a forty five ounce bag of candy for a dollar. Come on. Who says no in the dollar store? Ain't that the truth? It's the one place where yes, you can get that. Like We'll go to the store and Karen has a habit of not putting shit on the list. And then, you know, when it's Harris Tea Day, it makes a big difference because it's like, oh, I didn't put chicken wings on the list. Chicken wings are $14. So, <laughs> yes, that is I'm a trying $14, to get a lot better. $14 expenditure Jump. that I'm not budgeting for on this trip to the grocery store. You know, the list on on the grocery store says uh, toilet tissue <laughs> and bottled water. But Karen will just be like, oh, yeah, and we also need 17 steaks. It's like, whoa, that's not <laughs> on, on the, the list. list, you know. <laughs> but at the dollar store, if Karen said we need 17 steaks, I'm like, yo, get you 17 steakums out of the refrigerator section, which is one refrigerator. But yes, go back there and get 17 steakums, girl. It's on me, you know, how gas yes, tank on E. And put like this. And get the 14 loaves of bread for a dollar too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I'm in the dollar store, um, chilling or whatever. And I go to the line and the customers are the fucking worst. There's one person working the line. And even the dollar store people have the attitude of, bitch, it's the dollar store. Yes, they do. Cause like this one woman was working the line and it's obvious that only one register is open and someone in the back of the line goes, hey, Hey! And I was like, oh hell. And it was a black woman too. Uh oh. She was mad. So then she turned around, looked at me, and I had to turn away because I was looking at her ass. I was like, oh no, 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 no. Don't make <laughs> I wasn't looking at your ass, ma'am. And then she she was like, turn she was like, Isn't this crazy? And I'm like, uh, let me just look in the ceiling. And she's like, This is insane. She's just looking around for a friend. Yep. And so then a dude about six people behind me, he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh, Lord, eager on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we are standing in line. There's only one register open. 17 people in line. It's and a it, dollar tree. The person probably getting paid a dollar per hour. Everything's a damn dollar. Right. In my mind, I'm like, it's the dollar store. Ain't that the truth? So, you know. I don't, you gotta, I don't need to get mad. You have to come here with a little bit of time on your hands. You yeah. Do, no one goes to the dollar store in a fucking rush, ma'am. That's just stupid. That's your fault. Ain't, ain't that truth? And then, and then want to get mad and stuff. The, the Dollar Tree within the past maybe seven years just started taking, uh, EBT cards and uh, debit cards for a long time. Dollar Tree was cash only, nigga. Well, like Chuck Spears in the chat room says, time is money at the dollar store. Correct. And time is cheap because it's only a dollar. Ain't that the truth? 
a dollar for your time so of course you're sitting in there waiting and shit and you know people are trying to figure out 17 different methods of payment for their dollar store worth of cheap items and so finally the manager comes out and she's like i'm gonna open up another register she opens up the other register everybody in front of me decides to stay in the line they're already in everyone behind me stays in the line they're already in like i'm just gonna wait till 17 people go i was the only one who walked to the other line oh snap i'm like fuck it i'll go to the other line and then the lady even looked back over at the other line and goes hey do you guys want to check out because she knew i wasn't the first one in line no and nobody came over and then she just checked me out ain't that the truth just i don't know dollar store customers are are just ridiculous people man so but yeah yeah i I love the dollar store and i'm surprised that nobody came up with a kid that's lost in the store go hey can i purchase this for a dollar and i think you know what and the moral of the story is that's how you end up with dollar store lotion someone asked me ah <laughs> yes it is how do you get dollar store lotion you dollar store balling man you don't give a fuck it's a dollar for 47 Everything. gallons of lotion 40 they don't even sell gallons of lotion i bought a gallon of lotion for one dollar how who can pass up a sale yes and you know what they even have i don't know if you realize this but you know they even have like a website where you can buy the cheap stuff that's already cheap in bulk. Dollar Tree, hey, it's not enough of it. Would you like more? Go to our website and buy a hundred dollars worth of this shit for a dollar, so you get a thousand times as much. Oh God, someone else just signed up for the site. Um, <laughs> all right, next random thought is um, I got this new thing I do when I uh, lead a basketball court now. And I think if you guys listen to this show, you guys play basketball, everybody should do this shit. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. This is my new shit. Put y'all up on game. Whenever I leave the basketball court, I walk over to the sideline because that's where everybody sits. They got next, you know, the people waiting to play. Mm-hmm. I walk over to the sideline. I find one dude that's sitting by himself. And, you know, normally people are sitting around him in earshot. And I, and I turn to him and I go. Hey, like today, his name was Donzel. I said, hey, Donzel. And he was like, what? And I said, you got the juice now. And then I walk out. Oh, Lord. And I don't look back. Ah! I just walk out and I don't look back. That's my new way to leave basketball court. Everybody needs to try this shit. Okay. And it's confusing as fuck if you have not seen the movie. It's the coolest way to leave a basketball court. Everybody, if you black, you've seen fucking juice. Nobody black has not seen juice. I'll put it like this. If you're under 25, you probably have not seen no, juice. No, those kids, only kid that did not know was like a 10 year old. Every other kid knew the reference, Karen. Don't try uh, to, don't try to tell me what black people have been through. Okay. Oh, black you people don't try see to black tell movies. me that black people, everybody black done seen juice. Black people see black movies, Karen. There's Hollywood makes three black movies every seven years. We can't afford to not see them all. Everybody black sees black movies and juice is one of the most iconic <laughs> movies. Tupac was in it. It comes on, uh, BET every five minutes. Everybody knows juice, Karen. So you walk out, you just say, you just walk over to somebody. Even if you don't know juice, you know the reference. You just walk over to somebody, you go, hey, you got the juice now. Why don't you just say, you got the touch? You got the power. Cause that's completely different. That's nerd stuff. Oh, my bad. Um, but, uh, yeah, you just, you say, um, you know, you just walk over to them and say, you got the juice now. See, if people in the chat room ain't seen juice. Yeah, but they know the reference. All of them got the reference, right? You just and then like whenever you do it, it's like the music just naturally starts playing too. So you like I love the juice soundtrack. Donzel. He's like, what man? Hey, hey, you got the juice now. What 
this is my shit. Love this video. And I just walk out. This is, this is what's going on behind me. That's all you gotta do. Just walk out and then this shit happens. And I'm gonna start using this whenever I leave anywhere. This is my new I'm about to leave thing. I might use this on white people. I don't know. It don't matter. Yeah. You know, just whenever I'm leaving something, it's like I pay my rent up at the apartment complex office and then I'm just gonna be like, hey, Tony, you got the juice now. <laughs> you gonna break out the dance and start rapping too? No, you just walk away. This is what play oh, you walk away. Okay. Yeah, they understand, man. Give them a pound. You look them directly in the eye. <laughs> you got the juice now. Like if I, you know, next time I'm having sex, man, it's like, uh, you know, you're going to come on her face and you go, hey, hey, girl, mm-hmm. you got the juice now on your face. <laughs> and you just walk out the bedroom. Sip the juice. Yeah, probably to go get a, a warm hot towel for. I hope so. Uh, I hope so. It's something like that. Because if you say that and, and that that's like the end of the transition and and stuff like that, you might as well grab your shoes, grab your, you know, just just be sure you dress on you at the door. Yeah, well, that's my new thing. I'm. That's what I'm saying. You got the juice now. Is my new shit. Uh, whatever I'm leaving. That's yeah. I'm telling you, I'm, man. I'm, I'm trying to tell you the 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 woman part is not. That's not the right time to time out. You got the juice. No, that, I'm sorry. But that she literally has the juice though. Yeah, she got the like juice. the juice came from me. Now she has the juice on her. So, but but you she got the juice now. But you ain't got to remind her and play theme music like this. Yeah, yeah, I play the music too. It, it naturally comes in every black person's head when you say this quote. <laughs> Even those who have not heard the song, they hear the familiar. You know, it's like the African drums. It just comes into your spirit. It's like in your blood. You can't help yourself. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to do, man. You know? Uh, all right. Let's talk about um, <laughs> let's talk about some actual. Oh, and one more random thought. I wrote this on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use hashtags on Facebook because I'm an anarchist and I would not be controlled by the man. I ain't that the truth. I use them, too. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck communism, y'all. Fuck. Fuck it. They talking about this ain't Twitter. Do I look like I give a rat's ass? Anarchy. But yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna start going around on people's Facebook and Twitter telling them they got the juice, and just link them to this video. Ah, <laughs> that'd be hilarious. I think this is my new shit, man. I don't have shit to do all day anyway, except work on the podcast and uh, edit trailers and contact people. I think between that, I'm just gonna start hitting people up on their Facebook page and be like, "Hey, Nick Jew, you got the Nick juice now." <laughs> She'd be like, "Yes, I do." Just, 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 just link them to this video. I think I'm gonna do this shit. I'm so serious. <laughs> I've never heard a better idea in my life than this right now. So, uh, all right, man. We have many, many articles <laughs> to talk about. First things first. Karen sent me this article because she loves, you know, keeping the show on a happy note. Andre 3000's mama was found dead. I know. I didn't know that. I happened to be, like I said, floating around and went on Facebook and somebody was talking about, um, Andre 3000. I was like, what happened? And I Googled his name and it was like the very, very first thing to come up. And my heart goes out to him for this one. Yeah. No details on how she died, but, uh, he just turned 38 on Monday. So this will be something he remembers forever is his birthday. And then a couple of days later, my mama did, you know? Uh, but yeah, I, I apparently, uh she was noted for her work on uh, with underprivileged children she founded a straight camp f- to continue her efforts a fa- the foundation is run out of new morning light mission baptist church in conley georgia 
her husband is a pastor i didn't know andre was a, a preacher's kid or me either um but yeah man so that's crazy dog andre 3000 mama is dead yeah and also something he said which which i think is uh touching he was like hey don't be sending me no flowers y'all send money to her foundation he was like don't send me no flowers send everything to her foundation yeah because i know he's a celebrity he has everything he needs really like what what else do what do i need you know mm-hmm. that you guys can provide what am i rg3 i'm fine you know you guys keep your money um do it give it to a good cause don't don't give it to some selfish celebrity bullshit um all right uh, another thing let's keep it uh keeping it light here did you know there was Cardinal George Pell of Australia who recently admitted that the Catholic Church did not address victims of sexual abuse by priests properly and said his predecessor did cover up sexual abuse? Um, he said, we've been slow to address the anguish of the victims and dealt with it very imperfectly. He Pell also explained that the former bishop, uh, Ronald Mulkerns, knew of the sexual abuse allegations and de- destroyed documents. Oh, shit! He then moved the subjects to other parishes. These actions were followed by disastrous consequences. Yes, well, they just went on and molested more children. As noted by Salon, around 620 children were sexually abused by clergy in Australia from the 1930s until now. <gasps> That's just the ones they know about. Ain't I mean, that the truth? Records were destroyed. Priests were moved around. A lot um, of them have died now. You know, and none of these motherfuckers ever go to jail. Ever. And and, and I think, too, uh, a lot of... I applaud him for this. And the biggest reason why... Way up uh, before you applaud him. Uh-oh. Oh, there's a lot more to this up. story before you start doing that oh, shit. Oh, Lord. Uh, <laughs> it's noted by Salon. <laughs> okay. The abuse was hidden by the nation's hierarchy. The primary motivation would have been to respect the reputation of the church pal said this was a fear of scandal uh for the first time pal seemed genuinely apologetic i don't think many if any persons in the leadership of the catholic church knew what a horrendous widespread mess we were sitting on there's no doubt about it that lives have been blighted there's no doubt about it these crimes have contributed to too many suicide to too many suicides you know a couple suicides man, not that bad but too many mm-mm what is the two minute number? While he did not admit to directly covering up the abuse, he said he is committed to working to make improvements. 20 years ago, Pell was in court with a colleague, Father Ger- Gerald Francis Rosdale. Rosdale was on trial for sexual abuse and was convicted of molesting and raping 40 children over a period of 26 years. <gasps> That's more than a kid a year. What's going on here? During his inquiry this week, Pell said he supported Rosdale because he did not know any better. At that stage, nobody knew. I love how a priest gets to say. He did not know any better. You do not know touching a fucking child is wrong. I don't know. There's a book. Um, It's called The Bible. Pretty sure you're not supposed to be kid fucking. At that stage, nobody knew. Well, I certainly didn't. What proved to be the full extent of his infamous career. I did know that there was a very significant number of charges, but I had no idea about all the other things that would unfold. You know how you some people coincidentally that. get charged of fucking 40 kids? You know how it is, Karen. You can't be that oblivious. You can't be... You know what? I think that... Put it like this. I do applaud him for standing up and talking out. But the downside, which is why a lot of people don't stand up and talk out, is now you open yourself to lawsuits. Now you open yourself to criticism. And people that don't know better support the fucking rapist. Yep. 
so that's why you don't open up it's like hey this dude raped me well i don't know about that he may be accused of 40 different rapes but let me tell you something yeah a lot of people get accused of 40 rapes and a lot of that shit is blaming the victims basically i mean even though you you don't come out and say you blame the victims but you fucking blame the victims when you don't want to say motherfucker you touch kids get the fuck out of here go to jail yeah um but uh you know somebody just said does the bible mention rape i don't know do unto others does it mention that shit because i don't think as a kid i will want rape done unto me but i just it doesn't matter enough but it doesn't matter if the bible mentions it or not you don't touch children yeah can you imagine if that's the excuse well it's not very specific in the bible that you can't rape these kids i mean i look through verse and chapter and i'm feel like there's a lot of interpretation for kid rape in there and uh totally up to the person that is reading you know what i I looked in in, 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 uh kidaramami and when i looked in that kidaramami verses five you know chapter seven says you know thou shall touch a kid anytime you want why because i'm a man everybody turn to pedophiles chapter verse chapter seven verse three yeah um, yeah, everybody turn to tie a kid up verse 7 chapter 8 we're gonna learn about how to properly tie a child down come on dog and peter said unto jesus mayeth we toucheth the kids and jesus said mm-hmm. uh yeah so yeah, yeah i don't yeah, know let's, let's 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 turn to 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 cover up your crimes you know verse mm-hmm. 5 chapter 7 you know and this one you know sexual assault on a child it's okay why because children are property Though Pell might appear, appear apologetic about the abuse, uh, salon writer Mary Elizabeth Williams wrote that he is still being ignorant about the ordeal. Despite his apology, he also said he did not believe the church has a moral obligation to increase the settlement amounts for the sex abuse victims. He also blamed the Australian government for not acting on the sex abuse cases earlier. Right, with destroyed evidence. Come on, dog. I've said something. If we'd been gossips, which we weren't, and we talked, and we had talked to one another about problems, that were there we would have realized earlier just how widespread this awful business was so his thing is you're not supposed to gossip that's in the bible so that's why nobody knew how big a problem was because we weren't gossiping fuck you and your gossiping people was gossiping that's how everybody knew because people was talking about these dudes molesting children and 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 i guess for me the whole issue that i have about it is that a lot a lot of this people coming out is because they're which they have slowly been over the years but as more and more and more cases of this shit begins to come out people are leaving the church like people been leaving but people are like leaving in huge 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 numbers so it's like they're losing money so they were like hey we gotta cover up because you know we went from a congregation of hundreds of thousands to just thousands now and we don't know what to do we better you know stop the bleeding but you're nobody's ever but i just you you you're saying we fucked up yeah we fucked up i know we fucked up but i didn't have nothing to do with it i supported it because i didn't know no better because i didn't know we weren't supposed to be touching kids booty holes but that's okay you know what fuck you just come out and tell the truth and then the, and the thing is that if he was to come out and say I support the pedophiles like all of a sudden you look bad for being support but that's the problem nobody ever want to comes out and say we did wrong we fucked up we should have never supported this let's get this together 
yeah and he also says um 11 years ago he told a group of world youth day delegates that abortion is a worse moral scandal than priests sexually abusing young people that's why i was saying what yeah that's why i was saying you have to be careful uh telling this dude like oh you know i'm proud of him i'm glad he said that this is a piece of shit like that's the thing you get to come out later and be tell us shit that everybody knows i don't give a fuck what religion you are like raping kids is wrong and you get to come out and be like raping kids is wrong and i gotta say ah boy is their egg on my face and my bison burger because (laughs) i was having a moment of thinking self-reflection and realized probably shouldn't be raping kids oh whoops my bad <laughs> my bad but that abortion over there you have a young lady um i gotta judge you a little harsh on that one um i like them born so i can touch them yeah so what? i don't know it's just one of those things where it's like uh yeah can't really celebrate that shit some common shit. no i you know what i take everything i said back he's stupid um did you know the masturbation diet is not recommended what's a masturbation diet well according to nikon spa a 28 year old with the alias uchio ito uichi ito uichi ito was able to lose nearly nine pounds in two months simply through watching his diet and flogging his log between three to five times a day supposedly ito's record was seven times in a single day at 28 years old that's pretty good man i don't think i'll ever get to seven times in a day i don't have uh way too much shit to do yeah yeah that, that that's what you can do when you have nothing else to do what, what is he 15 no 14 15 9 28 sit at home all day while in high school ito played baseball but gained weight after he graduated the five foot five inch ito ballooned to 167 pounds which would be considered overweight by japanese standards Ito decided that a good way to drop the excess pounds is to cut calories and have more sex with himself. Wow. You know what? I, I hope he rotated arms so he can have an even look. Cause if not, you, you look like a quagmire on Family Guy when he found out that there was porn out on the end. What? You can whip just porn? What? For and free? He, and the thing is, like, um, it's National Masturbation, International Masturbation Month. So this is rounding out the end of the month pretty well. I read online that pleasuring oneself with this was the same as running 200 meters. Without a girlfriend, the only way I would become thin was through masturbation. Now, I don't know how he masturbates, but to me, it's not the same as running 200 meters. No. Like, I never masturbated and then got out of the chair and was like, <gasps> guess I get it right. Well, he could have been, he could have taken a walk and jog and a swimming or even play Wii Fit or Dance Dance Revolution, but Ido yes. chose to play with his magic wand, so whatever. Uh, ah. Nikon Spa, a men's publication with rather salacious content, also, uh, featured other unusual diets in the latest, is, is, in the latest issues, such as karaoke diet, junk food diet, and a diet centered around Korean alcoholic beverage, Macchioli. Uh, none of the diets included fapping ones, seems widespread in, Including the fapping one seems widespread in Japan. So, anyway. yeah, I mean, but you do need to eat. I mean, I don't, I don't mean you exhausting a lot of energy jerking off. Mm, you do? At least I think you do. I don't think I don't think you really exert that much energy. 
honestly. If you do it right, you ought to be tired. Maybe I'm, maybe, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe you take a nap because you got some physical release, but I've never been like, oh, why are my legs sore? Oh, masturbation. I mean, yeah, you do it 45 times a day. Yes. Seven times. Is oh, record. seven times. But either way, I just, I think that's not a good diet. No, you, I don't want to take probably a was It probably was the cutting the calories and watching what you eat, bro. It probably was that part of the diet. And then you just happen to, to masturbate a lot. <laughs> uh, cops are looking for a missing, who are looking for a missing man, found him in his home. He was dead. Oh shit. Surrounded by over 40 snakes. How the fuck you, you have 40 snakes in your house? Many of the reptiles, including a 30 foot anaconda. <gasps> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. 30 foot anaconda don't want none unless it's got buns, honey. Oh, what do you have? Snakes on snakes on snakes? I, I mean, I mean, what happened? I mean, is this something where one got loose and they all got loose? Uh, let's see. Of, of four 35 foot pythons were also slithering free <gasps> around the decomposing body. Oh. When police entered the snake, uh, entered snake fan Heiko Reader's apartment in Straubing, Germany. A snake fan. Oh, could you, man, could you imagine they'd be like, you know, I hadn't seen my son in a few days, you know, he's not answering the door, he's not at work, you know, could y'all go check on him, and you open up the door, and you see fucking snakes everywhere, could you imagine, ah, poof, and you just immediately shut the door? At least one snake was as thick as a human thigh. <gasps> oh my god! Worried colleagues alerted police about the 40-year-old caretaker when he to failed to turn up for work. It it was thought that he died from a heart. It, it is thought that he died from a heart attack while feeding his pets. Experts believe he was only saved from being eaten, as he was too wide to be swallowed whole. Reptile wow. Center boss Marcus Bow now caring for the snake said they probably didn't eat him for two reasons: one, they prefer their prey alive to start with; two, they like to eat their prey whole, and the average European adult is just too long and wide for that. In total, 46 snakes, some in tanks, were recovered from the property. A police spokesman said his body decomposed rapidly because of the heat coming from the snake terrariums. There don't appear to be any suspicious circumstances. Snake terrariums. But they still don't understand how the motherfucking 40 snakes just go crawling around. These motherfucking snakes, Karen. What, what, did, what was he feeding them and just like had a heart attack and left it open and the snakes was like freedom and everybody just like come on let's let's live around well, maybe they wanted to see what was on tv i don't know they're probably like put it on scandal um <laughs> here, speaking of a scandal karen here's the latest conservative pundit finding himself in hot water with the latest oh snap let me play this clip for everybody now uh i am going to say something here, and I don't care that it's politically incorrect. And I know if, if Right Wing Watch picks up on this or anybody else, they're just going to lacerate for the, me for this. I don't care. Now, this sounds like a man that's ready to go viral to me, okay? Yeah. He's already setting this shit up with, you, listen, uh, right, right Wing Watch, can you please, uh, can you please turn, pay attention? Can you turn your cameras on? Yeah, I'm about to say some fucked up ham. shit. About to go ham, sir. Here. From a biblical standpoint, it's very clear that men are designed to be the breadwinners for their families. That's the way God set it up. That's the way he designed it. Husbands are, are to use their stamina and their strength and their brain power. Not that they're smarter than women. I'm not saying that. But uh, 
but that's kind of what you're saying they're designed to use their brain power uh to bring the people money to get the family household money and also uh how physically fit are these men now i mean yeah when you're sitting at a desk uh in a cubicle are you like also stopping every once in a while to like lift the truck out of the mud i mean Mm-mm. what's going on god's here? giving them a brain and the purpose for using their mental ability is to provide for their families to use their physical strength to work hard to work long hours to use their physical strength to protect their wives and protect their children and be providers for them. That is the biblical pattern. And the biblical pattern is for a wife and a mother to focus her energies, devote her energies on making a home for her children and for her husband. And there's another problem is the number of married mothers who out-earn their husbands. That number has quadrupled. And I and again, I'm going to be politically incorrect here. I don't think that's a good idea. Nigga, what? It's a healthy dynamic to have. <laughs> you know, equality and gender roles and shit like that. He doesn't think it's a good idea for women to be out here making this guap, Karen. But more women get more educated than men now, go to school, got degrees. So what you're trying to say is that you want it like it was back in the day, where basically a woman stayed at home, didn't have choices. Her, her husband determined how many children she had. Her husband determined, you know, she went outside. Her husband dictated everything. Women shouldn't vote. Women shouldn't have rights. Women should just be barefoot and pregnant and stay at home. That's what you're saying, old man. Nigga, fuck you. Fuck you. And my thing is this. If we marry and, and, and the woman makes more money, ain't that more money for us? Yeah, well, apparently not in this situation, Karen. So you'd rather do without and make less money in the household. Because a man got to be a man, Karen. He was designed that way by Jesus. No, no. And it's one, it's one of them things when you and your balls have an issue with the vagina. That's what that is. A wife out earn her husband because so much of his sense of worth as a male is tied up in what he does vocationally and providing for his family. That's his calling. It's not his wife's job to provide for his family. He knows that it's his job. And if he has a wife that out-earns him, I think that's going to put some stress on his psyche. It's going to put some stress on that uh, marriage. And you know what? It also talks about his motherfucking insecurities. Because if he's making money, he's doing his job, he's still providing for his household. It doesn't matter who makes the most money. Well, Karen, you currently make more money than me, and I just want you to know that it's infringing upon my rights as a man in this household. And uh, I can't take it, okay? So I'm going to need you to quit your job because I'm tired of air conditioning and cable. I'm tired of this shit, Karen. I like it. Wi-Fi? I don't need that if I I can't be a man. I like it. Just and cut my balls off now, then. No, no, I like. And you know what? And and I'm and I'm gonna say this too. And and you know what? The right wing people. I'm gonna be politically incorrect before I go on with this uh, statement I'm about to make right here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I really you, you you're talking nonsense, old man. Um, <laughs> you, you're talking like we back in 1942. Um, you are speaking on behalf of men that have egos with titties and vaginas. That's the only thing missing from his, uh, from his little, uh, response would have been if, uh, he would have been like, and also ladies, I remember back when, uh, loaf of bread cost a silver, uh, a nickel or a silver piece. And 
now we got these ladies making all this money they're making uh, their own bread and so to speak at the stores and uh, making money when they get a check and I remember when you used to could take a cane to a woman uh for acting yeah, out of line. Beat upside head. And my thing is this, you're also putting your personal definition on gender roles. You know what I'm saying? It's like a man's job is to provide. A woman's job is to take care of her family and her husband. What happened if she don't want to have kids? What happened if she don't want to get married? I mean, I, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like you're trying to be very traditional in a non-traditional, changing, evolving world. Well, that's one of the things I've I said about in the Shabi interview. Honestly, a lot of the conservative ideals and morality and, and and misogyny come from the Bible or the way we're taught about the Bible from mm-hmm. church. A lot of stuff is like religious is religious wise. It's like keep your woman in her motherfucking place, like. That's why I was like, I'm kind of shocked that so many people were like, fuck shot B. Anyway, I'm going to church today. I hope everything's like, whoa, what is, how progressive is your church, ma'am? You know what I mean? Like, cause they're probably teaching you some of this bullshit too. But, uh, his name is Brian Fisher. He's, uh, a conservative pundit and issues director for the American Family Association. So for people that, uh, you know, want to see what he's about, you guys can go check him out. I, I don't because like I said, and you know what? And I think as people like him and other people that really, really think like that, as they begin to die out, a lot of, it'll never be where everybody's in the greens, but a lot of this, you know, these are women roles, these are men roles, you know, a lot of that will die. It's, it's slowly dying and changing with the younger generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people like him kind of keep that nonsense alive. And it's one of those things where, uh, it doesn't bother me that I work and it doesn't bother me that you stay at home because at the end of the day, it's about us and what best works for us. Right. Yeah. And everybody is. I mean, you should, I mean, like I said about Shabby, it's just his fucking opinion. So, yeah, and, 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 you know, and the same thing for this guy. It's just his opinion. I mean, I'm okay with him having a dumbass opinion. I don't agree with him, you know, but there's a lot of men who think like that. And if, you know, if you're a woman, that doesn't think like that. Just don't get with a man that thinks like that, you know? Yeah, and, and my thing is that it's insulting to women. Basically, indirectly, women are less than. Women are stupid. Women are not as smart. Women are not as strong. Women can't do shit on their own if they don't have a man, basically. That, 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 indirectly, directly, that's what you're saying. And the thing is, like, I'm glad that I have a man who's not, who his penis is not tied up with his uh manliness you mm-hmm. know because i think a lot of times when people go people think of well, a man standing at home they automatically uh want to uh demean him and strip him of his childhood versus a woman stay at home oh that's her job that's what she's supposed to do and it's one of the things it doesn't matter who chooses to stay at home at the end of the day it's about the household yep um speaking of the household you ready to play some guest to race karen let's do this all right here's the first guest to race article uh about a guy who relieved to learn in. their neighbor is in jail. A mother we spoke to trained her children to actually go inside the moment they saw him. Neighbors tell us the registered sex offender would walk around his yard completely naked all the time. And oh, Charlie Keegan spoke to the woman who called for help. Not once, not twice, but too many times to count. Neighbors tell us Donald Kelly Hughes walked around outside naked 
all the time. It's kind of become something that I'm not surprised to see anymore. A neighbor, tired of averting her eyes, reported Hughes to the sheriff's office. She asked us not to use her name or show her face. He would walk around, be completely stark naked, and not even know he was naked. The woman living behind Hughes was so concerned, she trained her children to come inside whenever they saw him in the backyard. Another witness tells us he saw Hughes sitting on the front porch naked as children were coming home from the bus stop. When deputies questioned Hughes, he was wearing shorts and shoes. He denied walking around naked, according to arrest reports. Right. Vicki Osten lives just up the block. She walks her dog past Hughes' house at least twice a day. She'd seen him outside working in the yard, but never naked, and she wants to keep it that way. No, I'm definitely changing my walking route. You are. Definitely. I'm going that way. I'm going right instead of left. Hughes served prison time and is on probation for sexual battery convictions from the 1990s. He's charged with misdemeanor exposure of sexual organs and violation of probation. He's in jail tonight, a relieving thought for his neighbors. I'm glad the deputies were finally able to pin something on him. Um, because, like I said, it's not been the first time, and nor would it be the last. In short. All right, man. So, uh, guess the race of the pantsless sex offender who <laughs> uh, likes to daffy duck it. Um, yeah, he does. But need to poo it. What in the hell does he think he's a male model body or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no tan lines white, says Paul Andre Joseph. Pink nipple cheese monster. Cotton says Sterling. Mayonnaise says Justin. Uh, the correct answer is a porky pig. I'm assuming that's white. Whiter than the cocaine he smokes. Aww. People smoke cocaine. Oh my goodness, white. Liquid paper. Two first names. Cheesehead. Ultraviolet white. The correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. He's a white man. Uh, who likes to get his, uh, pants off, dance off. Okay. <laughs> He's scared of kids. Uh, here's the next one. This is about people, um, apparently there was, you know, uh, the, we talked about the, the tornado in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Well, some people have been taking advantage of it, Karen. Oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Two looters caught earlier. Uh, have we shown that video here in the last few Well, months? and I think we will, but you know what we have right now? Dana Hernicki is standing by, and she has apparently talked to some of the victims of those looters. Oh, Unbelievable, this, Dana. This is just west of the medical complex there, Dana, in Moore, and near south, uh, north of the Warren Theater. Yes, actually about two blocks. We're about two blocks here of west of the Warren Theater. And like I've been saying, one of the hardest hit areas, it was just down that way that those looters were caught a little bit over an hour ago. We have some video, I think, here of them, of police arresting or at least taking into custody two men that they say, they the neighbors around here say they caught going through a house. And when they asked the men, what, were you do- what are you doing in my house? They said, oh, we're looking for survivors. Well, I have with... <laughs> what oh you get caught red-handed with a flat screen it's like what are you doing looking for survivors uh this 42 inch samsung survived pretty well yes it did along with these gold chains and watches <laughs> me right now amber and levi who live actually right across the street here and they weren't the looters weren't caught going through their house but you guys say that you came home and you think that somebody's been going through your house as well well, we were here this morning, and we uh, left this afternoon. We went and got some stuff from Red Cross, and we brought over and passed out to the volunteers. But when we got back this evening, like, what had been left had been completely rummaged through. Drawers pulled out and set in the floor, and just, we, I mean, there was someone in there. I mean, there's just stuff 
we still had a shelf sitting up in our living room and someone had just knocked it over on the ground and I mean it's you know make it worse what's already you know what's left and then just turn around and make it worse I guess so and you said it looked like maybe they were going through your medicine cabinets or something you think yeah they were going through our uh, bathroom vanities and all of our medicine cabinets and shit they took my preparation H uh, I need that back thank you I don't know what they're looking for but <laughs> maybe drugs or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah yeah how's that make you feel like after all of this then you have somebody in your house it's, I don't know, I can't even describe it. It's... Very invasive? Yes. It's like someone, yeah, in your privacy completely. This morning when we were here, it started raining and I went into my house. There was a whole bunch of people in my hallway because I guess we, we still got a little bit of our hallway left. And they were just like huddled in there and I'm like, can I help you? They're like, it's raining. I'm like, okay, you're in my house. Well, ma'am, oh, shit. ma'am, to be honest, your house is spread halfway up the block at this point. I mean... That's pretty much a community hallway at this point. I mean, <laughs> ah! it's not like the hallway is still where we're standing, you know? It might be, you know, gone, but it's still my house. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard. And you guys said you weren't home. You had left just about 10 minutes before the tornado hit, huh? Yes, we uh, went to, we were going to go to our friend's house and get her and her son because she was in the original path of it. And then once we got in the car with her while we were loading up in the car, it was right there. I mean, it was, you know, less than half a mile away. You could see the debris going around it and everything. But uh, we piled in the car and we took off. And while we were in the car, we were just listening to the streets being roll called and it had turned directions. And when we heard it, that it hit the Moore Medical Center in Warren, then I, we knew our house was gone. So. And today was the first day you guys could come back? We were here immediately after hit. We went straight to looking for people, like our neighbors across the street and stuff, making sure nobody was home still. And uh, whenever we realized that, for the most part, people were okay, then we kind of started trying to give help and dig through what's left. Gotcha. Wow. It's been been crazy, I bet, for you. Do you guys have very much left? I bet they were looters, and then they set up the other looters by calling the police on them. Um... Really? Yeah, no. I think we've got my grandma's dresser and her upright, and that's about it. I mean, they say they were trying to help people any way they could, but people were like, it's raining. Can we stand in your hallway? She's like, get the fuck out of my hallway. That is mine. It's all mine. Get out. I know the ceiling gone. Here, have a glass of water on your way out. Now get the fuck out. It's all mine. So... And a lot of other people's stuff you put out yeah, in your... Yeah, so we had other people's stuff that was in our living room and in our bedroom, and we put it out in the yard. There was uh, We found a bunch of pictures in our house that weren't ours, and we set them out in the yard. I mean, they're sitting on a little tree stump, and in case anybody's missing any pictures, <laughs> feel free to come look. But some of the stuff that we did sit out has been taken, so I don't know if it was actual the owners that came and got it or other people. So. so what's the plan for you guys for the rest of the night? Do what we can before it gets completely dark. And then load up the truck. We've got to walk all the way back across. They won't let us bring a car in here. So we got to take stuff across and then come back in the morning. Home. Well, hopefully, go in my neighbor's house, get a TV or two, uh, load it up in the truck, uh, head out to sell it on the eBay. Um, anyway, guess the race of the looters, guys. Um, the people who went in people's houses and stole shit. I see a couple people already did some guesses, um, but I got to scroll up to see them. Uh, since the reporter said looters black, says Chuck Spears. 
uh ching chang chong oh what is that asian i'm assuming so they white but hopefully the whole situation will just blow over oh shit i feel you don't let it get blown out of proportion (laughs) (laughs) me personally i think in a situation like this you just need to go with the wind all right yeah um let's see uh tonto with too much fire water seeking revenge against his pale the pale faces Oh, Wiz and Iceman from the Homeboy Shopping Network. Mo money, mo money, mo money. <laughs> I'm going. Cheddar fuckers, cause they was too helpful. Not the Aww. people in the article, but the the looters, guys, the looters. And an explorer who has claimed this uninhabited land from Mexico. Take it to the pawn shop. Black, they white. The correct answer is white. The looters were white. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a white y'all. Here's a lady that just got arrested in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, Friday morning. Oh snap! What was going on Friday morning? Black Black Bike Week, probably. Oh, Is that, was that was this on? weekend. Thousands of people are hitting the beaches for Memorial Day weekend. Many of them may walk to the beach in their swimsuit, but one woman found herself behind bars. Uh, here we go with these. Some of these articles do not want to make me be great. Her swimsuit, but one woman found herself behind bars after police saw her wearing a thong swimsuit. 22-year-old Tiara Garnis was charged with indecent. This ain't new. What? What? What ain't new? Thong bathing suits, right? No, that's thong bathing suits are not new, but apparently some people go into jail for them. Oh, do they have a limit on how wide your ass is or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Exposure after Myrtle Beach police say she was warned twice by an officer to cover up before she was arrested. Right now, this is the most popular story on WMBFnews.com, and many of you are posting your thoughts on our Facebook page about what you think should or should not be allowed out in public. Brennan Summers spoke to a lot of people out on Ocean Boulevard today. He's live with more on this trending topic. Police Theo arrested Garnish just a little further up Ocean Boulevard than where I am now near the boardwalk. But even here, as more bikers and tourists hit the Grand Strand for the holiday weekend, you can see a lot of people wearing a lot of different things. And not everyone thinks everything should be allowed. Whether it's people in town for bike weeks, shoppers on Ocean Boulevard, or just beachgoers diving. Yeah, I like that they're just like showing people in the background wearing bathing suits their titties hanging out just about ain't that the truth women wearing boy shorts but somehow the thong was too much you know maybe she had too much booty back there or something yeah i mean and, and, and my thing is this there's there's not um that's some shit they made up i really think because there's not a law that says no thong bathing suits at least i don't know if maybe there, there is. is a law it's like uh it's obscene amount of booty that made it just uh unforgivable in, people are trying to cool off by sporting their summer swimsuits just in time for the season. I spoke to several people today who say just because someone wasn't wearing the proper swimsuit does not mean police should arrest her, even if it is against the state's law. But not everyone agrees. Actually, everything's appropriate right now. It's hot. Everybody want to dress comfortable in this heat right now. <laughs> I think everybody need to cover up their bottoms and tops with something. Yeah. You- okay, hater. Mm-hmm. I noticed that you uh might have put on a few pounds, ma'am. I'm just saying. Sound like you hating to me. You're gonna be naked, then wear a bathing suit. I mean, you know if Wait, if you're gonna be naked then wear, wear a bathing, bathing suit, suit, then you're not naked, ma'am. Mm. If she's not causing any accidents, let the woman air her body out if she wants to. 
And if she is causing accidents, then goddamn, look at all that ass. Ain't that the truth? This indecent exposure law is state law, but Myrtle Beach does have a version of the law that is owned that mirrors the state's law. And today, a city spokesperson tells me that law could soon be done away with because it makes no sense to double down on the law the state already has. Live in Myrtle Beach. I'm- Wouldn't it be awesome if someone would have thong walked past him while they were recording this? Uh, anyway, guess the race of the woman with the thong, the thong, 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 Tierra Monique Garnis, uh, in the chat room. Let's see. Venus Hottentot Black. Must have been Trina. She had to pull over that ass too fat. Myrtle Beach talking like, well, it was the black, the black bike week. Black, pull over that ass too fat, black. An extra from a Luke video. That ass was nicer than buffeted bodies. Uh, she black. Ah. Black. Her fatty boom boom black. Suffer from steatokia? I don't even know what that is. Uh, so yeah. All that ass black. <laughs> yeah, Justin. The correct answer is black. It was a black woman, y'all. Yeah. Speaking of pornography. Cause if she had a flat ass, they probably wouldn't need to pay her no attention. It ain't even, it ain't even worth our effort. Uh, remember last time we talked about the Sextons? Uh, they were the world's first and thankfully only real mother daughter porn team. Yes, I remember that. And the, they were busy defining the phrase not technically incest. Yes. Well, apparently they are now looking for a man and a son. Father son team for them to have sex with. I'm pretty sure somebody's gonna agree to this, but why? Uh, I don't know, man. Money, that'd be the only reason why. Why would you want to do something like that with your daddy? They're setting up a nationwide search for a like-minded father and son interested in appearing in a porn production with them. Mm-hmm. It's the something, like-minded, all right. It's something we've considered for a while. We once dated brothers in real life, on and off again for a couple of years. Can you imagine that being the brothers that date? One of you guys got the mom, and one of you got the the, 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 the daughter. daughter. Like who 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 picks the short straw on that one? Like which one is the worst? You know, they were closer to Monica's age, but we haven't done a father and son in real life or on camera. Um, so yeah, they did do a film film a scene with a pair of actors pretending to be a father and son, but Monica says the dad's appearance he looked a little too much like cockroach guy from Men in the Black, uh, and it left much to be desired. So they're looking for a handsome man and his son to have sex with that ain't happening Mm-hmm. so apparently they're trying to film this on father's day june 16th so not much time to find this uh this right match karen not much time at no all. no guess the race on this one everybody remembers these women were white, white. uh all right man we gotta talk about um i'll do one more guess the race and then we gotta talk about some sore ratchetness okay maybe two more guess the race all right a man set fire to cars after fighting with his fiance. Oh shit! Uh, in the village of Oak Creek, Arizona, a, y- a Yavapai County man is facing multiple criminal charges after a fight with his fiance allegedly caused him to set fire to multiple vehicles in the area. Uh, the resident Anthony Ramos Ramos has been arrested on four counts of arson and vehicle theft and three counts of property damage. Can you imagine this shit? You walk out of your house and your fucking car's on fire. It's like, what's the problem? <laughs> oh, that bitch. Oh, that bitch pissed me off this time. Right, but why is my car on fire? Because <laughs> I don't give a fuck about her. The, at all. That's what I'm saying. Fuck her, man. No, 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 no. I don't think you understand. Damn, what, I, what I'm saying here, sir. Fuck you. I can't. I need a ride to work tomorrow. That's the truth. 
Uh, deputies were dispatched to four vehicles on fire. Four uh, vehicles? A, mm-hmm, in the early morning hours of May 1st. The first incident took place just after midnight when a Dodge inter- Intrepid was completely destroyed by a fire. Oh, shit. Approximately 90 minutes later. He was still mad 90 minutes later. Deputies learned of three more vehicles burning in the area. In all four cases, the suspect set fires to clothing or paper and stuck it in the filler spout of the gas tank. Oh, shit. Oh, so was the cause like blowing up like 24 in the background and shit? Well, that shit had to wake up neighbors. Could you imagine you sleeping all of a sudden? They were like, baby, what's, what's that light flame? Why, why is all that the sun out? Ain't it 3 a.m.? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, during the course of the investigation, deputies learned that the Dodge Intrepid was stolen on the night of April 30th. The owner of the vehicle told the investigators that his wallet was inside the car when it was stolen. The man also provided Ramos's name as a possible suspect, stating that he believed Ramos had stolen property in the past. Ramos has, was interviewed by detectives and denied any involvement in the crimes. He did, however, admit to buying an alcoholic beverage early on May 1st. A bottle of the drink Ramos had purchased was recovered near one of the burning vehicles. On May 13th, a deputy learned that the wallet belonged to the owner of Dodge Intrepid was found behind Ramos's apartment building. On May 22nd, Ramos provided a DNA sample to authorities for evidence comparing, comparison testing, but continued to deny any involvement in the crimes. Ramos contacted the lead detective in the case on May 28th and said he was tired of running and admitted to burning all four of the vehicles. He's tired of running, tired of running, tired of hunting his own kind but retiring nothing Karen. <laughs> ramos reportedly said that he had gotten angry on may 1st after getting into a fight with his fiance and decided to steal the dodge and trevor because he knew the owner kept the keys in the ignition now i can't front it's a little blame the victim but you keep your keys in your ignition Mission. nigga what <laughs> <sighs> that he, he was and you know what it must be one of things where you know how people got the cars, they ghetto cars, and they know, like, if I take the key at the ignition, I'll never get this motherfucker started again. Ramos admitted that he had decided to set fire to three more vehicles because he wanted to repeat the rush he got from watching the Dodge Intrepid burn. Oh, shit. He's now behind bars on $25,000 bond. Guess the race chat room. One who could have put the fire out with the water from his back. Oh. Hot-blooded Latin lover. The best kitchen crew at P.F. Chang's Mexican. <laughs> Muy Caliente, GTA wannabe Latino L Fire Marshal Bill Latino, Fire Sauce Packet at Taco Bell, Aww. still celebrating Cinco de Mayo, trying to dry his back, flaming salsa chili pepper. <laughs> the correct answer is Latino. He's a Latino. Y'all was right, y'all. Last guess the race. Ann Arbor, Michigan, two days of testifying, two different demeanors on the stand. In battle, Wayne County, Michigan, Circuit George Wade McCree testified again Tuesday during his disciplinary hearing stemming from allegations that uh, he had misconduct in the office, but his demeanor was in stark contrast to his animated testimony last week. McCree often gave one-word answers such as yes or no without elaborating, seldom using his hands to talk, and his voice lacked the inflection he used last week while reading text messages. But like last week, much of the testimony centered on an affair he had with Jeanine Lachey Mott. Oh, snap. Who was complaining with, who was a complaining witness about non-payment of child support case before him. McCree, who had been suspended from his job without pay and accused of misconduct in the office by the Michigan Judicial Tenor Commission, testified under cross-examination saying Mott lived in his deceased mother's home. Damn, he let her live in his mama's, his dead mama's home. Wow. 
in Ann Arbor because he couldn't afford a hotel with a kitchen and living quarters like she wanted. Wow. I couldn't afford to put her up. I don't have the money like that, so this was a compromise of sort. He had given us $6,000 to cover bills and expenses without throughout the course of the affair, which took place last year. Earlier through Tuesday. Cheap. Huh? How you gonna be cheap though? Earlier Tuesday, Dr. David Jacoby, an internal medical medicine physician at Henry Ford Health System, testified that an alarm went off when he heard that McCree told a reporter there was no shame in my game. <laughs> in response to a question about a shirtless photo McCree sent of himself. Remember we talked about this guy? Matter of fact, we can't play the race. That's the race. We, we talked about him before. Oh, I done hit it in the chat room. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't guess. worry about it. I, sorry, guys. You can stop. But, uh, yeah, no shame in my game in response to a question about a shirtless photo that he sent of himself to a Wayne County Sheriff's Office employee. Yeah, this dude was off the hook. He was sending pictures of himself shirtless to coworkers and shit. So it's no surprise he got caught up in a fucking affair, is it? No. Jacoby. And he was cheap. How you gonna be a cheap cheater? Jacoby said he called McCree, who had been his patient for more than 10 years after hearing the comment, told him, I think you may have a condition called hypomania. People with the condition described by Jacoby as the opposite hypomania? of mania. What the hell is that? It's the opposite of depression in which people can lose the ability to act prudently. Know the difference between right and wrong, he said. The problem is very impulsive. The internal sensor isn't working, so they often cross that line. Before he heard the comment, Jacoby testified he thought some of McCree's behavior was consistent with hypomania, but never crossed the line. So, yeah, now he's got a diagnosis for it. But, yeah, uh, we also call it uh, assholeism. <laughs> Last story. A man threatened to kill and run his neighbor through with a 40-inch prop sword over a parking space issue. Oh, shit. There's no such thing as a prop sword, motherfucker. There's no good in your arm, ain't it? When a sword is buried in your chest, do you go, it's just a prop? No. This is a real sword. Oh, that cut ain't no prop. That slice is real. Jason Pagan was a, was angry to find the parking spot in front of his house taken by his neighbor's car after returning home from work and became aggressive. The parking feud escalated between Pagan, 39 years old, and his neighbor Brian Carr and his partner to the point when he went back to his, his home on higher ro- who cares where the fuck it is only to come <laughs> only to come out again with the meter long sword. Prosecutor Philip Sewell told Torbay Magistrates Court that Pagan started brandishing the sword in front of him in an aggressive stance and threatened Mr. Kerr. He told the court Mr. Pagan arrived um, home and parked his car outside. He got out and started shouting abuse at his neighbor whose car was parked in front of his house. His neighbor and his partner came out and asked him if he was all right. Mr. Pagan started insulting them. Mr. Kerr told him there was no need for that, but the defendant then went home and came back out with a sword. Oh, like what goes through your mind when you go, fuck this, I'm going to get my sword. I know, right? What a fucking dick face. He was gripping it in both hands in front of him. The words kill and run you through were uttered. uttered. Mr. Kerr asked him to calm down and started to back away. Mr. Kagan then lunged forward, Mr. Pagan, then lunged forward with the sword, but missed Mr. Kerr's stomach by a few inches. Oh, shit. Mr. Sewell told the court that Mr. Kerr backed away some more and managed to dash to his neighbor's house and call the police. Pagan pleaded guilty to one charge, threatening a person with an offensive weapon in a public space. When he appeared before Torbay Magistrates Court on Thursday, March 2nd, in connection with the April 14th incident, when interviewed by police, Pagan denied having an offensive weapon over a prop sword and also denied threatening his neighbor. Come on, dog. 
he told officers that he was annoyed to find his neighbor's car in this spot even though someone else had parked in mr Kerr's parking space in front of his house and he had nowhere else to go pagan told the police that there was an argument between the two but said he reacted the way he did when his neighbor started insulting him he said if he went home to, he, he went home to fetch the props sword, which had been at the back of a cupboard for years see swords never go dormant even if they sit the sword down for years they put it in storage you cannot trust these motherfucking sword owners they always run to the sword whenever they feel the need true you know it's like it's calling to them i can't stop keeps calling to me um he began making threats he denied making threats i mean (laughs) remanded pagan on conditional bail uh to appear before plymouth crown court for sentencing Torbay magistrate said this offense is so serious you need greater punishment that we can give than we can give you in a court. Oh Pagan is due to be sentenced. Yeah, good. I was just with the guest the race. I say white. Yeah, good. Fuck him. Fuck him and his fucking swords. He's a piece of shit. And he needs to go under the jail. Okay? I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of putting up with all these sword ratchetness and all these sword owners like they deserve to be living in the same uh planet and breathing the same air as us sore owners a prop sword cut too they need regulation people okay and if they don't deal with the regulation then they need to be put down like a rabbit dog in the streets oh lord that's right so anyway uh thank you guys for listening of course i sponsored with shadow dog productions make sure you guys check them out shadowdogproductions.com check out the audio packs apac is slash apacs.html uh bomb it helps us out it makes us look good when you guys buy stuff uh there you know we always get lots and lots of reviews and rave like you know customers love us people who advertise with us love us and they always you know tell us like thank you so much for you you guys are professional you promote our projects and our products just like you say you will and honestly i have to thank you guys as fans because you guys go out there and support the stuff that supports us yes you do and also uh our uh audio play was a drive-through is like dexter's number one selling audio play yeah so guys make sure you guys do that we appreciate everybody that does do that we do um also don't forget sign up for that premium account uh just just give me that tattoo i guess i mean you guys don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah, get, get on it. And remember, I, what's it, 90, 95, get a hey, you know, a shot glass. Yeah, number 95 gets a hey, you know, a shot glass. I'm still keeping track. I will send out a blog post tomorrow updating you with the exact number we're at at the time of the blog post. So, uh, you know, good luck winning your shot glass or whatnot. And thank you to everybody that signs up. Uh, we will have a new medium talk, me talking to Scarfinger about, uh going through separation you know finding out what happens when someone's cheating on you Mm -hmm. um just a ton of stuff that i think is is interesting and people don't often talk about it so it's a good opportunity for people to go hey i you know this is what the other side of that is like or this is what one side of it is like true um and uh, as and always um keep keep up with the show man um so uh until next time I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. You got the juice now. <laughs> Sip the juice. I got enough to go around. And the thought takes place uptown. I grew up on a sidewalk while on street talk. And then talk to Hawk New York. I go to Queens for Queens to get the food from Brooklyn. 
never been took it. Go uptown to the Bronx and boogie down, cause strong on the island, recoup and lay around.